0: Section 12 of Great Epochs in American History, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bill Mosley, Llano County, Texas, USA. Great Epochs in American History, Volume 2 the planting of the first colonies fifteen sixty two to seventeen thirty three by francis whiting halsey section twelve new england before the pilgrim fathers landed sixteen fourteen by captain john smith footnote from smith's description of new england published in london in sixteen sixteen Smith's exploration of New England was made after he had become separated from the Jamestown colony, of which, in 1608, he had been president. He went there under an engagement with London merchants to fish for cod, barter for furs, and explore the country for settlement. It was he who, at the request of Prince Charles, named the country New England. End of footnote in the month of april sixteen fourteen with two ships from london of a few merchants i chanced to arrive in new england a part of america at the isle of monahegan in forty-three and a half of northerly latitude our plot was there to take whales and make trials of a mine of gold and copper if those failed fish and furs was then our refuge to make ourselves savers howsoever. We found this whale-fishing a costly conclusion. We saw many, and spent much time in chasing them, but could not kill any, they being a kind of lubartes, and not the whale that yields fins and oil as we expected. For our gold, it was rather the master's device to get a voyage that projected it, than any knowledge he had at all of any such matter, fish and furs was now our guard, and by our late arrival and long lingering about the whale, the prime of both those seasons were past ere we perceived it. We thinking that their season served at all times, but we found it otherwise for by the midst of June, the fishing failed, yet in July and August, some was taken but not sufficient to defray so great a charge as our stay required of dry fish we made about forty thousand of core fish about seven thousand whilst the sailors fished myself with eight or nine others of them might best be spared ranging the coast in a small boat we got for trifles near eleven hundred beaver-skins one hundred martins and near as many otters and the most of them within the distances of twenty leagues we ranged the coast both east and west much further but eastwards our commodities were not esteemed they were so near the french who affords them better and right against us in the main was a ship of sir francis popfames that had there such acquaintance having many years used only that port that the most part there was had by him and forty leagues westwards were two french ships that had made there a great voyage by trade during the time we tried those conclusions not knowing the coast nor savage's habitation with these furs the train and corfish are returned for england in the bark where within six months after our departure from the downs we safe arrived back the best of this fish was sold for five pound the hundredth and rest by ill usage betwixt three pound and fifty shillings the other ship stayed to fit herself for spain with the dry fish which was sold by the sailors report that returned at forty rials the quintal each hundred weighing two quintals and a half. New England is that part of America in the Ocean Sea, opposite to Nova Albion in the South Sea, discovered by the most memorable Sir Francis Drake in his voyage about the world. In regard whereto, this is styled New England, being in the same latitude. New France, off it, is northward southwards is virginia and all the adjoining continent with new Granada, new spain new Andalusia, and the west indies now because i have been so oft asked such strange questions of the goodness and greatness of those spacious tracts of land how they can be thus long unknown or not possessed by the spaniard and many such like demands i entreat your pardons if i chance to be too plain or tedious in relating my knowledge for plain men's satisfaction that part we call new england is betwixt the degrees of forty-one and forty-five but that part this discourse speaketh of stretcheth but from penobscot to cape cod some seventy-five leagues by a right line distant each from other within which bounds I have seen at least forty several habitations upon the sea-coast, and sounded about twenty-five excellent good harbors. In many whereof there is anchorage for five hundred sail of ships of any burthen, in some of them for five thousand, and more than two hundred isles overgrown with good timber of divers sorts of wood which do make so many harbors as requireth a longer time than I had, to be well discovered. And surely by reason of those sandy cliffs and cliffs of rocks, both which we saw so planted with gardens and cornfields, and so well inhabited with a goodly strong and well-proportioned people, besides the greatness of the timber growing on them, the greatness of the fish and the moderate temper of the air, for of twenty five not any was sick, but two that were many years diseased before they went, notwithstanding our bad lodging and accidental diet. Who can but approve this a most excellent place, both for health and fertility? And of all the four parts of the world that I have seen not inhabited, could I have but means to transport a colony, I would rather live here than anywhere, and if it did not maintain itself, were we but once indifferently well fitted, let us starve. The main staple, from hence to be extracted for the present to produce the rest, is fish, which, however, it may seem a mean and a base commodity, yet who will but truly take the pains and consider the sequel, I think will allow it well worth the labor first the ground is so fertile that questionless it is capable of producing any grain fruits or seeds you will sow or plant growing in the regions aforenamed. but it may be not every kind to that perfection of delicacy or some tender plants may miscarry because the summer is not so hot and the winter is more cold in those parts we have yet tried near the seaside than we find in the same height in europe and asia yet i made a garden upon the top of a rocky isle in forty-three and a half four leagues from the main in may that grew so well as it served us for salads in june and july all sorts of cattle may here be bred and fed in the isles or peninsulas securely for nothing in the interim till they increase if need be observing the seasons i durst undertake to have corn enough from the savages for three hundred men for a few trifles and if they should be untoward as it is most certain they are thirty or forty good men will be sufficient to bring them all in subjection and make this provision if they understand what they do two hundred whereof may nine months of the year be employed in making merchantable fish till the rest provide other necessaries fit to furnish us with other commodities but to return a little more to the particulars of this country which i intermingle thus with my projects and reasons not being so sufficiently yet acquainted with these parts To write fully the estate of the sea, the air, the land, the fruits, the rocks, the people, the government, religions, territories, and limitations, friends and foes, but as I gathered from the niggardly relations in a broken language to my understanding, during the time I ranged those countries, etc., the most northern part I was at was the Bay of Penobscot, which is east and west, north and south. More than ten leagues. But such were my occasions, I was constrained to be satisfied of them. I found in the bay that the river ran far up into the land and was well inhabited with many people. But they were from their habitations, either fishing among the isles or hunting the lakes and woods for deer and beavers. The bay is full of great islands of one, two, six, eight, or ten miles in length which divides it into many fair and excellent good harbors on the east of it are the tarentines their mortal enemies where inhabit the french as they report that line with those people as one nation or family and northwest of penobscot is macotacut at the foot of a high mountain a kind of fortress against the tarentines adjoining to the high mountains of penobscot against whose feet doth beat the sea but over all the land isles or other impediments you may well see them sixteen or eighteen leagues from their situation sagakit is the next then nufkankus pemaquid and Sagadahoc. Up this river, where was the western plantation, are Almacogan, Kennebec, and divers others, where there is planted some cornfields. Along the river, forty or fifty miles, I saw nothing but great high cliffs of barren rocks, overgrown with wood, but where the savages dwelt, there the ground is exceeding fat and fertile. Westward of this river is the country of Ocasiscoe, in the bottom of a large deep bay, full of runny great isles, which divides it into many good harbors. Sawakatuk is the next, in the edge of a large sandy bay, which hath many rocks and isles, but few good harbors, but for barks I yet know. But all this coast to Penobscot, and as far as i could see eastward of it is nothing but such high craggy cliffy rocks and stony isles that i wondered such great trees could grow upon so hard foundations it is a country rather to affright than delight one and how to describe a more plain spectacle of desolation or more barren i know not yet the sea there is the strangest fish pond i ever saw and those barren isles so furnished with good woods, springs, fruits, fish, and fowl, that it makes me think, though the coast be rocky and thus affrightable, the valleys, plains, and interior parts may well, notwithstanding, be very fertile. But there is no kingdom so fertile hath not some part barren, and New England is great enough to make many kingdoms and countries, were it all inhabited as you pass the coast still westward acaminicus and passatakwak are two convenient harbors for small barks and a good country within their craggy cliffs angoum is the next this place might content a right curious judgment but there are many sands at the entrance of the harbor and the worst is it is in bay too far from the deep sea here are many rising hills and on their tops and descents many corn fields and delightful groves on the east is an isle of two or three leagues in length the one half plain moorish grass fit for pasture with many fair high groves of mulberry trees gardens and there is also oaks pines and other woods to make this place an excellent habitation being a good and safe harbor Nymkeek, though it be more rocky ground for Angoam is sandy not much inferior neither for the harbor nor anything i could perceive but the multitude of people from hence doth stretch into the sea the fair headland Tragabixanda, fronted with three isles called the three turks heads to the north of this Doth enter a great bay where we found some habitations and cornfields, they report a great river, footnote, probably the Merrimack, and at least thirty habitations do possess this country. But because the French had got their trade, I had no leisure to discover it. The Isles of matahunts or on the west side of the bay, where are many isles and questionless good harbours, and in the country of the Massachusetts, which is the paradise of all those parts, for here are many leaves all planted with corn, groves, mulberries, savage gardens, and good harbours, the coast is for the most part high, clay, sandy cliffs. The sea-coast, as you pass, shows you all along large cornfields, and great troops of well-proportioned people. But the French, having remained here near six weeks, left nothing for us to take occasion to examine the inhabitants' relations, viz., if there be near three thousand people upon these isles, and that the river doth pierce many days' journeys the entrails of that country. We found the people in those parts very kind, But in their fury no less valiant. For upon a quarrel we had with one of them, he only with three others crossed the harbor of Quanahosset to certain rocks whereby we must pass, and there let fly their arrows for our shot till we were out of danger. Then come you to Accomac, an excellent good harbor, good land, and no want of anything but industrious people. After much kindness, upon a small occasion, we fought also with forty or fifty of those, though some were hurt and some slain, yet within an hour after they became friends. Cape Cod is the next, presents itself, which is only a headland of high hills of sand, overgrown with shrubby pines, herds, and such trash, but an excellent harbor for all weathers. This cape is made by the main sea on the one side, and a great bay on the other in form of a sickle. On it doth inhabit the people of Palmet, and in the bottom of the bay the people of Jawum. End of section 12